It's Friday, October 20th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden declared the world at an inflection point in history in an Oval Office address Thursday linking Israel's battle against Hamas to Ukraine's fight against Russia and stressing the need for the U.S. to continue funding both wars. The address came a day after Mr. Biden traveled to Tel Aviv to reaffirm U.S. support for Israel and as the United Nations and world leaders were pushing to get immediate aid flowing into the Gaza Strip. Mr. Biden announced $100 million in aid for the people of Gaza and the West Bank during his trip and spoke with Egyptian President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi to come up with a deal to open the Rafah border crossing to allow up to 20 trucks of humanitarian assistance into Gaza. In other news, stocks ultimately sank Thursday after being whipsawed by remarks from Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell. Mr. Powell's comments jostled markets as investors were weighing bond yields ascent toward 5%, the continuing conflict between Israel and Hamas, and the influx of corporate earnings results from the third quarter. The S&P 500 dropped 0.8% with 10 of its 11 sectors finishing in the red. The tech-heavy Nasdaq composite fell 1%, while the Dow Industrials declined 0.7%. Powell initially suggested that the central bank is unlikely to raise interest rates again in November, giving investors a reprieve. Stocks climbed and bond yields fell. He then spooked investors once his speech resumed shortly after an interruption by climate activists, prompting a reversal. Traders struggled to discern a clear sense of direction from his comments. In world news, U.S. forces in the Middle East came under attack several times this week, a potential sign of heightened aggression toward the U.S. following Hamas's terrorist attack on southern Israel earlier this month. Such attacks are typically carried out by Iranian-aligned militia groups, but U.S. military officials did not confirm the perpetrators of this week's attacks. These small-scale attacks are clearly concerning and dangerous, said Air Force Brigadier General Pat Ryder, a Pentagon spokesman. A U.S. destroyer operating near Yemen and three military bases in the Middle East came under suspected drone attacks. Nearly two dozen drones swarmed the USS Kearney, a guided missile destroyer, earlier Thursday. The destroyer also intercepted three land attack cruise missiles near the coast of Yemen in the northern Red Sea where the ship was operating. Meanwhile, the Biden administration's removal of an array of U.S. sanctions against Venezuela's oil sector is designed to stabilize that country's calamitous economy and, in time, reduce the huge outflow of migrants toward the American southwestern border, according to people familiar with the negotiations. Removing sanctions for six months on oil, gas, and the mining sector as announced by U.S. officials Wednesday night is expected by economists to boost an economy that had contracted 80% and led 7.7 million people to flee over the last decade. Talks between U.S. and Venezuelan envoys in recent months led to a tentative breakthrough, with Biden administration officials announcing American and foreign companies could produce and export Venezuelan oil and gas and conduct business with state energy monopoly Petróleos de Venezuela, 
The sharp shift in U.S. policy means Venezuela would, over a year's time, have access to at least $4 billion in oil money simply by being able to export to the U.S. And the U.S. Army has charged Private Travis King with crimes ranging from desertion for running into North Korea in July to assault against fellow soldiers, according to documents obtained by Reuters news agency. The Army's case against King, which has not been previously reported, includes eight distinct charges under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, setting up a substantial legal battle for the 23-year-old soldier after his release from North Korean custody in September. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.